And welcome to another episode of Heavily Opinionated. Today is August 14th, 2020. And today is a very special episode. It's an episode I've been looking forward to making for a while. It is the Boys State Exposed episode. We're not really exposing anything, but the title is going to get more clicks, guaranteed. Today's guest, we had to bring him back. The chairman precinct for the Nationalist of Goan City, a voting delegate, a state delegate, the tax collector and assessor for Hunt County, and the man that ran a failed comptroller campaign, Fonzi Ornelas. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be here in the presence of a House member. Oh yes, I myself did serve as a House representative for Hester City. Yeah, Hester, Hester, Hester. Wait, I want to know, did any of your bills get passed? Did you Um, pass any legislation? Technically, yes, but no. Okay, you know what? We're just jumping right into that. Okay, so I was sent to the house, and we we were the only people that actually did jobs that the real people do. So uh-huh. we were writing bills, and they like told us they tried to be professional about it. So they split us up into like the different the different groups, uh-huh. and then some random guy was like, "I want to make a school safety one," and I was like, "Well, that sounds kind of boring, <laughs> but okay, fine, we'll make a school safety one." So he wrote it all, but I was like in his group and it did get passed. Okay. Um, so you were just a signer on the bill yet you had not, like, you were just present for it. Hey, the Google Doc was shared with me. So therefore there is some connection. Okay. Okay. Do you still have that Google Doc? I'm very interested. Yeah, in I now. probably don't. I probably was like, no, oh, thank you. Um, but actually I did try to add an amendment to one bill where I got <laughs> hilariously booed off the house I, floor. I, I, I remember that one. I remember you they, were, it was, that. They, I tr- they were making an amendment for some um, decrease in time periods between uh, mental health checks for gun owners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, this many years. And I was like, hold on, hold on. A lot can go down in 50 years. 15 <laughs> years. Let's bring it down a little bit. And I got up there and I was like, motion to add an amendment. And some random girl was like, I suck it. And I got up there and I was like, um, I want to add an amendment that changes it from like 15 years to I don't know how much, much shorter. And everyone was just like, boom. And I just did the walk of shame back to my nice, comfortable chair in the house. You were just, bah, bah, bah. there was some other, there was, oh, there was that one guy that they showed in the, okay. So today we're doing this episode because the boys state documentary came out. They yes. followed us in the one week of hell that we took part in. It was Everyone go watch it times. on Apple TV. It did win the Sundance Film Festival or whatever. Yep. Um, they, they show this one guy and he's like, is this what it means to be professional? Is this what it's like yes. to be the top people yes. in the state? And they just booed him because he was like, him. you shouldn't be making these bills. And that's boring because here hey, we want he, fun. He, he scolded them. Anyone who scolds me is getting an instant boo, if you ask me. But then, uh, yeah, then there was some, like, real bills, and everyone would just be mm-hmm. like, "I right, next. You know, to raise taxes, get rid of, sure, whatever. <laughs> who cares? I mean, I don't even know. Where, you know what? Let's start off with the, the documentary itself. Yes. Because as we go through the movie, we live through those days, and we even come out in parts of it. So let's just start off with it. Okay. What I didn't know is that Ben, Stephen and Robert were pre-selected. Yes, they were. So, Like, there was a vetting. For, so was uh, it rigged? That's what I want to know. You know, I started wondering that during Boy State because I was like, how 
did Stephen make it this far in a group that was so conservative? I thought the election might have been rigged at one point. Well, it's because, you see, excuse me, I, I just, I thought everybody showed up and then they were like, they just asked around like, who's running for governor? Who's coming for run, gov- running for governor? Yeah. And they found like, the, like the, the white liberal guy and then they found the minority Steven and then they found Ben, the hard or die politician. And it yeah. was going to be the unique story. But if they were pre-selected, that's boring. Well, I know that, I mean, it's obvious why um, Feinstein was uh, pre-selected. Of course, he had his disabilities and what have you not. But maybe with, um, in regards to the other guy, Robert. Robert. Um, perhaps those interviews beforehand actually took place after. And they were like, hey, can you make it seem like this? Can you pretend? This- I mean, I mean maybe, I'm not surprised they would do that. I'm pretty sure they might have done that. Cause then, oh, so then I, I went on the Instagram page impeach underscore Renee, uh-huh. and actually, um, the film crew saw Renee's first speech, and then they uh-huh. decided to add him to the story too. Yeah, which yeah. Renee carried the movie. <laughs> We distinctly remember that one part. Well, we're going to get into it later, but okay, I think yeah, you remember well, it all. As we go on. But like, I just, now that I'm sitting here, I'm like, did we just live through a rigged voice day? And at the end, they're like, Steven's <laughs> going to lose to make us feel bad. There was a, it's like the whole 2016 election when it comes to the voice day election. Feinstein was like Russia interfering with, you know, it, it's he, what, was, what did he say? He's like, he was barn stomping or something. <laughs> Yeah, barn stomping, which like, I've never I'm, heard of. I was barn stomping with them, so can I go talk with them? And then uh-huh. Renee was like, yeah, sure. But, okay. Let's start day one here. Day one, you show up. Okay, well, we didn't get to experience the bus ride that they did. No, I came. You were at MFEA. Yeah, I was I already recall. in Austin following the yes. McCombs camp. You came uh-huh. separately. And I since think, it was yeah, only like afternoon. us four from Laredo, it was just ourselves. It was mm-hmm. you, Eddie, Julio and myself. I mean, there is some kids like from the other school districts, of course. But did they yeah, come out in the documentary? Don't think Luis so. did. Luis did. I Luis forgot. was behind Robert in the governor election, and they didn't show his speech where he had. I'm not going to mention it, but we'll, we're going to mention it when we get there after okay. this. But what's it called? We so like immediately you see it. Like I had, I have never been in a room with so many people forcing their names down my throat. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was something just, it was an out-of-body experience. It was like, like, you would just be, I was literally, I remember vividly standing in line to get everything and some dude turns around, shoves his hand in my face and he's like, mm-hmm. Jonathan, nice to meet you. And I was like, hey, nice to meet, I'm Brandon. He's like, I'm running for this. And I was like, yes. oh, aren't you a little tryhard running already? They didn't, first of all, like half the people there didn't know how the um, politics ran and what you needed to do. But the, yeah, lots of people would be like, hi, my name's so-and-so and I'm already running for governor. And you're like, okay, sure. I've heard like 30 other. But I mean, also it's like, we weren't chosen. You get me? Yeah, no, we weren't. We kind of forced ourselves. On we did. There. I I remember talking to Miss Molina because my dad had been pressuring me. He's like, I went to Boy State back in like, 82 or whatever he was like you you need to go to boy state (laughs) it builds character and i was like okay okay i'll go ask about it and then somehow i asked about it and i was just i went to boy state 
I mean, it, I, it sounded fun, you know? And oh, re- yeah. Without knowing how bad it would be, I had fun. I mean... No, yeah. It was the best of times and the worst of times. It truly... I w- it's because... Okay, so there you get 1,100 teenagers... There was more from, with our... From all over Texas, and you put them on UT campus, and uh-huh. you make them create their own government. Yep. The thing is, you're split into two parties... That aren't that are nationalist and federalist, so they that aren't have, different. And that they're aren't not. Different. They're truly not. It's, it's the same ideology. Yes. I mean, it kind of refers to it at the beginning. I don't remember the quote, but it was basically like they were it's given a party, party, so now they're making up feuds in between to separate the parties. Yes. And I mean, everyone was the same thing. Okay, so yeah. I have I have wrote um some things, and it was okay. In the beginning, we're following Ben. And he said yes. something along the lines of, America is the greatest country. I'm not white. I'm American. Yeah, he went on that whole rhetoric. And he was re- he, he busted out his Ronald Reagan action figure. Oh, my God. Man, that, fucking, <laughs> that scene was amazing. That smile he does especially cements it. And then he's like, I'm going to print the Constitution and the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. Like, what the hell would you bring up there? Like, you'd be like... Clause four. <laughs> and then he was going to get up on stage and be like, third amendment, there shall be no shoulder, sh- shoulder, <laughs> soldier that lives in your house. And he's like, no quarter that pulls out a quarter out of someone's ear. And then he's like, I was like, I was very weird. Okay. He was also very condescending throughout the whole movie. Yeah. He definitely. carried that. I know politics so I can talk down to you. I mean, he, he, I think, it's, it shows it also in the movie, but halfway through it, he realizes, oh, no, the state chairman is the one actually with the most power. He's the one moving things around. It's not the governor. It's not any other position. Well, okay, because the yeah, they're like, yeah, governor's the highest thing you can hold. But one, you don't get elected governor until the last day. Exactly. You, so you get, you get your praise for half of a day of the camp, uh-huh. and then you're forced to come back the next summer. As a counselor. Yeah. That sounds like a lose-lose situation. Last semester's, uh, I mean, last semester, last year's uh, governor, the 2017 governor, I remember walking into Kinsolvi and he shakes my hand and he was like, hi, I'm last year's governor. And I was like, I could hardly give a shit. I'm carrying three bags and I need to put them in a room and we're not allowed to use the elevators. It's like, it's like, it's like those people that graduate that keep coming back to visit high school. (laughs) They're like, uh, I'm looking for my favorite teacher. I need a letter of recommendation. <laughs> it's like, bro, you are 25 <laughs> spending a week of June with seven, like 17 and 18-year-olds, and you are in charge of this so they can LARP like they're a politician. What and you have to be there all week. It's not like you go the last day and you're like, congratulations, I was let. No, you're there all week, man. And you're there, you're there two weeks and a half, a week before to set everything up, the week of, and then the days after to make sure the dust has settled. I, I, I couldn't do that. I remember I, I, I was a big Steven supporter. And I remember mm-hmm. after he won, the first words out of my mouth was, sucks for the other guy. He has to come back next year. <laughs> yeah. Like, you think he's walking around whatever college? He's like, I was 2018 Boy State Governor. No, dude. You yeah. probably already forgot. The, I walk around with my lanyard still. That says 
I mean, Boys come State. on. We were branded, bro. I was Citizen 399. I was 361. Oh, well, aren't you? Cool we got lucky that we were in the same uh, county. I think we, we got yeah, to... Well, it's because I think it's just like we basically registered at similar times, basically, right? Yeah, it has to be something like that. So then, okay. And then also, we're, I'm just going to go down my, my notes. And it's okay. not kind of in order anymore. But okay. So Ben, he asks the guy, you stand... He asks for like, what, what do you stand for for your campaign? And he says, oh. freedom. And he says, yeah. you stand for freedom. That's a very bold opinion. That that was actually pretty funny. I gotta admit that's. Uh, and then I was like, "Oh, like why are you judging him?" And then five minutes later, Feinstein for freedom. It, it, and I was like, yeah. "Come on, like really?" And then vote Feinstein for freedom and Americanism. This isn't the, the world wars. This isn't exactly. the cold wars. There is no red scare. Americanism. And okay, no. so. Look, I, I have my little manual here with the schedule. And I, I just I want mind. you to know. Look, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Check in at 1. And at yes. 1.45, we were already hitting the floor running with those stupid, mm. stupid seminars in those overcrowded auditoriums. We were, we, were, we were surviving. We and weren't then, supposed to be at one of those seminars, remember? It was overlapsing with our city meeting, so we had to run back to consulting. Running back is the worst thing I've ever done. And in I remember jeans I remember and a okay, shirt. Okay, so then they make you okay, so they give you one boy state shirt when you when you check in yes. and they're like, You have to wear one every day. So please buy <laughs> five more so you can have them every day. Because you yeah. can't do laundry. And then after they spit in your face by making you wear a shirt you have to buy, then they're like, oh, jeans or khakis only. No shorts. And not no, until no, recreation. No, yeah, no. Recreation time was, was, it was like being in a prison yard and you're finally let out. Oh, it, and then yeah. they're like, you have to tuck in your shirt into those jeans <laughs> on a hot 100 degree afternoon in Austin in the middle of a, summer. It didn't rain and there was no overcast. There was no like, cloud. And then they were like, don't forget your belt either. So now yeah. we're walking around like 70 year old men ready to cut the grass in their backyard, running mm-hmm. through campus, trying to pretend like we know what the government does. Exactly. exactly. And I mean, you know, I, I, I distinctly remember um, there was a guy in my city who only bought two shirts so he had to wash his clothes in the bathtub. He didn't have enough money for the washing machine. So in the kin-solving bathtubs, he was washing his fucking clothes. You mean, you got to respect the... I, I, yeah, I mean... No, no. You couldn't <laughs> no, like, scrape you around quarters. Everyone had like change there. Because if you wanted to run for an election, uh, you had to submit your form. That was the like, dumbest thing cents. ever. Why were they charging 25 cents to do something? I had to pick that up as because I was the nationalist uh, chairman for my city. I had to pick up all those forms. And people were like, I don't have change. So I was giving them my change and shit like that. And they yes. only made... Okay, look. Realistically speaking... <laughs> It was 25 cents, I think, to run for they, any office. The maximum they could have made was $275. That's not even the cost of attendance. The cost of attendance was higher than that. Like, How much was it? Like was 500 like, No, it was like 300 Okay. Which, I mean, it wasn't too bad for a week. A house, some mediocre food. No, but think about PTSD. it. You, you and me paid for it. And Julio and... Uh, Eddie, Eddie got it sponsored. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, it's okay. It was pretty fun. Not really. It was. 
I mean, okay. And then um, Steven, our little progressive Steven, God bless pulls him. up on the bus wearing a Beto Fresenet shirt. Of course. And that's when I knew <laughs> he was the main character of the story. And like, I felt, I like, realistically speaking, he was the nicest one there. No, he, this is what, I, like, by the end of the movie, I came to the conclusion. He was the only one who didn't change his views. Like, he didn't sell his soul to the devil. Everyone else sells their soul. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, yes, exactly. Robert even said that. I got the yeah, quote for Robert. The pro-choice, yeah. After he, after he got, like, he's, like, he, he runs for governor. He and they're, everyone, okay, we were outnumbered. I think there were, okay, out of the 1,100, I want yeah. to say about 850. No, not even. It was like almost 100% conservative. No, definitely. There wasn't, I didn't hear one like democratic, besides, besides Stephen, there was no democratic ideology there. So yeah, so everyone, whenever they'd set the platform and the topics to speak on, all the guns. white boys would be like, I want my guns, no abortions, and more guns. Yes. So then for every platform, they'd be like, what are the topics? And everyone would be like, <laughs> guns, less immigration, more guns, no abortions. So uh-huh. then Robert, which is one of the guys we're following for governor, yes. he's like, oh, we should not be killing our future Texans. And I don't know yeah. what. He does the 30 like, for one uh, quote where he's like, oh, yeah. For, he, for every um, child, one child up is, for adoption, there's 30 there's, couples that are willing to get him. Then why do we still have kids in adoption centers? Yeah. You know, I know he didn't look up that uh, quote. Someone had to have told it to him because he used it throughout all of his. Spe- he only had one speech, by the way, and he would just word it different. You it know was what? like one of the Trump speeches. <laughs> it was effective, apparently. Okay, but then they pulled him off for that interview, and he and he says, "My stance on abortion would not line up very well, so I changed it." That's yeah. politics, and that just shows that like we were they like there were so many more conservatives that even him afterwards saying he's pro-choice after making the most pro-life speech i've ever heard he's like that's politics so i have to change it like mm-hmm. i mean i got booed off of stage for trying to do some improvement to gun control no rightfully so you probably had like a shit eating grin and you were looking at your shoes and you were like mumbling <laughs> along and they're like boo get him out of here he's mumbling <laughs> i was also <laughs> on an iPad playing cool math games. Yes. I really yes, wanted I that. T- okay. So I was looking forward was to that pills, I was playing on an <laughs> iPad. I was playing on cool math games on an iPad. And then I, I feel over my shoulder, a cameraman just zooming into me. Looks and at your face. I, and I was dedicated. I was like, I can't switch pages now. Now it looks like Here's I'm pretending. <laughs> so I'm going to stay playing cool math games. And, I, and then after like a solid five minutes of this man just pointing the camera at my at me playing cool mad, he turns around and I was like, Whew, I hope that makes it in. That has to make it in. <laughs> it should have made it in, if you ask me. That would have been a great scene. I mean, it, I wish like the guy, the, the narrator would have been like, and some people didn't take this as serious. And it's just <laughs> me playing <laughs> some weird game on cool mad. First but, of all, I want to point out, you never sat up straight in your Senate chair. You were always slumped over like this. Okay. They even brought it up in the documentary. The chairs are comfortable. <laughs> the chairs are comfortable. We just had to walk there all the way from the opposite side of campus. You're yeah. there for 
eight hours slumping in the chair. Little comforter. Yeah. But, okay, but do, you know what? Let's talk about my experience in the house. Those, those bills were some of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Oh, from what I've heard? So, if you, if you watch the documentary, they mention the, what was it, like the Texas Lone Star Initiative or something like that? Yeah. And um, he, they, this guy, I don't know where he pulled this number out, but he said it would cost $15 billion for that. What they don't say is that that Lone Star Texas Initiative or whatever was a plan to build the Death Star from Star Wars to yep. shoot down illegal immigrants. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't mention that because that was widely talked about. They should have mentioned it. Some guy just got they up didn't. on there and he's like, I want to build a Death Star to shoot illegal immigrants. The Lone Star Death Star. That's what it was referred to as. Oh, yes. The Lone Star Death Star. It was wild. Like, there were some people, there were some, like, like the ones they showed about the relocation of Prius, Prius drivers to Oklahoma. To Oklahoma. You pronounce uh-huh. WW. And those weren't. Those were fine. Those were like yeah. the comedic relief ones. Or they're they're ban- funny. Banning the cargo shorts. What they didn't include is oh, dub- if you wear cargo pants, double the fine because double the length. They missed yeah. out the key slogan of that one. Yep. But then, and then, then we try to uh, secede from the secede. United States again. Declared war on who? Time out. We're getting there. They okay, said, okay. then so they're like, no, no one's going to secede from the, from the U.S. So then he, his bill gets shut down. So then another guy goes up there and he's like, I say we depart from <laughs> the U.S. And so, so then, so then the, like the, I don't even, the, the babysitter of the kids of the house has to go up there and he's like, no one is seceding. Ow. No one is leaving the United States to staying as 50 states and Texas is a part of it. So then the next guy right after him goes up and he goes, uh, I'd like to declare war against New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Was it New Jersey or New Hampshire? It was New Jersey because after they seceded from, after Texas boy state seceded from the U.S., uh, New Jersey boy state declared war on Texas. Of course. of course. So we said, screw you, we declare war back. And again, babysitter McGee had to go up there and he goes, I've had enough. No one is declaring war. And then that's when the guy was like, we should not be voting on stuff like this. Boo. And everyone went, boo. But like you had, okay, so you had the real funny ones, like the, mm-hmm. the, the cargo shorts or whatever. And then, then you had the boring ones. Like, and then the- uh, I say we decrease taxes and increase government spending on schools. And everyone's like, yeah, school money. Next. Exactly. And then you had like, like the illegal immigrant death star one. Yes. The terribly there was, racist. Like, there was so much racism there. Listen, that the Senate clever represented like 1930s Germany. You know, it was like you were passing very fascist laws at that point. I mean, I mean, and then like you know how like the Senate passes like, um, what is it like financial policy, uh-huh. and the the Senate passes like other types of policy. We said screw that. We don't know the rules right. So then we just started passing whatever we want. Yeah. 
and then the the little the little uh little senate would be like here have our bills and then we'd just fly by them we'd be like nah send that one away nah send that one away mm, keep that one nope. send that one nope all for what for a 2018 texas boy state governor to sign you know there's one thing i remember um Waterburger tweeted at us because there was like something passed where I don't know, like Waterburger became the national, like Texas number one restaurant. It was something weird, but I know Waterburger tweeted us that um, Boy State year, and also oh. there's one called Order sixty six. Yes, I don't remember what that. Yes, was. I remember something about Waterburger because it was number one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I got I got a bunch of quotes. Um, so one one. Was it, was it was a good point this guy brought up at the very beginning in the bus ride where he's talking about Trump and he says, he's my president, I want him to succeed. And I feel like that's a reasonable, like a reasonable thing to say, like regardless of- At the of, time being. At the, well, yeah. yeah, at the time being, like that's a good thing to think about because, I mean, yeah, even though you might not agree with his views, I mean, you still want him to succeed because at the end of the day, then he's just taking down your country. Exactly. And then- um, Right here, our masculinity shall not be infringed upon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they actually meant by that. It was, I, it was like, I want my guns. Our masculinity will not be infringed upon. I mean, and then that could have been the whole quote for 2018 Boys Day, really. Basically, and then there was that one dude. Why I wrote it down. Why Schaefer was electric. Oh. That man was basically sucking the microphone. He was like, and we will never be surrendered. Oh, hold on. I need to tell you something about that guy. He ran for like three different positions and then he takes my comptroller position. Comptroller was the last thing he ran for and it was last minute. And then he, he, he was like, my family's, he was like, my family's run two businesses. He also included that his family's businesses had gone bankrupt. That's all I'm going to throw out there. Okay, okay. So you on, really want on. him as a comptroller. I just remembered. I don't know if this was your comptroller campaign or your tax collector campaign, but you ran on the campaign. You were also hold on, hold on. up there. You were like, hold oh, on, yeah, I do Vida. I do this. I do this. And then you go, and my family's Jewish. <laughs> I, I get, Listen, from there, you, you have to... With what you were working with, you had to give like some. You had to be funny. Oh yeah, and then like no, that. no. The best part was the but guy that wasn't after that, you. I, the guy after you. Yes. He's like, I have no idea what I'm doing, and my family's German. And it yes, was he purposely thing. did that. First of all, I I I didn't mention like my whole. I said, oh, part of my family is Jewish and stuff like that, which <laughs> like, genetically speaking, not practicing, but of course. I, but yeah, I found it so funny. How like that's how you you, you had to appeal to them, like uh-huh. you, you had to be like, no, you had I, to run like. I that. actually know how to do this. I know how to do this. Family's part Jewish. Exactly. No, you had to. And then from there, everyone started like clapping and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I got that seat. And then I had to, I think, echo the same speech again because I was running against a Federalist for that position. Also. Oh, we don't like the Federalists where we're from. No, no. Oh, yeah, Fondi and I were part of the Nationalist Party. The greatest party. Stevens Party. Stevens Party. We we celebrate Steven to this day. You know, they actually got to go to the premiere at Sundance? Yeah, I, I actually watched that interview they were with, both Renee and Steven. I yeah, what's it called? He actually, you know what? I don't know if Renee's, uh, no, Steven, if Steven's ever going to come across this. 
I just saw an Instagram post. He was accepted to transfer to UT. Let's give it up oh, for hey, Steven. For He's part of UT23 now. Thanks in the I, I imagine something what? like that. Poli Sci. Probably. I have no idea. He just posted his Gone to Texas banner. But, okay, this one was the quote that was, I was like, okay, this is when you know they're very, this is when you know if you're um, liberal, progressive, not as conservative, this is when you know you should not talk about abortion. When this man said, no abortion is good if you are a rape victim, we do not punish the child. We find the rapist and we'll castrate him. I mean. Dude, that that was like. I remember that speech was given at the downstairs, like the basement area of the LBJ Presidential Library. And when everyone heard that, it was just like, whoa. I, I even myself, that wasn't there because, you know, I was too busy passing bills at yeah. the house. Right now, seeing that, I was like, I'm not surprised that someone said that. I'm not surprised by the outrageous applaud he got. Yeah, no, but it was like, insane. It was What's up with what's, what's up with dudes and their obsession with women's reproductive systems, you know? It, no, especially it was like most of us were 17. So what was up with like 17-year-olds? I've never seen talking about that. Such I've never seen that many white 17-year-old men defend pro-life that hard. Yeah, no, like, it was insane. You could not be anti-gun, you could not be anti well, you could not be pro-abortion. You yeah. could not be uh, immigration reform. It was just basically, nope. we want more guns, screw the illegals, no abortions in this country. That, that's why Stephen was smart. Because your ca- like when I did my comptroller campaign and when writing the speech, you have to run within the walls of like conservatism. Like even though you're a Democrat, you have to act like, I'm a conservative, but you know what? What are some things? So I was like, oh, as a comptroller, how about we dedicate more money to like VAs and their hospitals and stuff like that? Like, that was one of my main points. And I was trying to steer clear from like the abortions or anything like that because, of course, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to go against my beliefs and stuff like that. Yeah, I get you. I mean, it was basically just like, well, Okay, what what I didn't like kind of was that everyone never actually had beliefs. They just ran on what they, like, what everyone was yelling at them to believe in. It was mob mentality. The whole yeah. thing was mob mentality. It, boy State is a mob men- a week of mob mentality. Read Lord of the Flies and then watch uh, uh, boy, State. boy State. It's the same thing. Well, no, because um, I liked how um, Renee in that speech he gave, uh, he was like something about we're we're a plane. A we need a right wing and a left oh. wing, and we're gonna yes. fly perfectly. Sir. Oh my god! I was like, at least you acknowledge it, but you know, no, we were a plane with one big ass wing, and we were just it was, it, it was it was like it was yeah. a little it was it was like uh, what is it's like Nemo with the one messed up the yes. flipper in the regular one. Yes, yes. I mean, dude, and then okay. I I wish this man would have gotten screen time. The guy that oh, ran I know. on veterans, the Constitution, and LSD. LSD guy. He goes to UT with Yeah, him. I know. I see him sometimes, and I'm like, I wonder if he remembers how he him. spent a week campaigning for LSD legalizations. And I remember, I still have that video somewhere where he's like, 
And if people are dying, if they want to trip balls, let them trip balls. And it's the biggest applause I've ever heard. He had a good point. They interviewed him on like the Boy State News. I remember his interview. Oh, of course. I I love how he just he just constantly talked like he was mellowed out. Yeah, had that long like hippieish hair. Dude, that man is the seventies in a human being. Oh yeah, he embodies that whole movement. But yeah, like I w- it's because there's so many people that you never really got to see. No, and it's a damn shame. That so one many, followed. Like, it, it, the documentary followed Boys State what it is, not Boys State what happens. Yeah. Like what why? Happened was why is there no footage of my city running around with frozen cactus, smacking my city's uh, coordinator in the nuts? <laughs> no, you're you're not. What about the footage of those? It was the last uh, night we were spending. Those boys who rode the elevators with only their boxers on, riding on their with flags, the flag. singing <laughs> the boy state anthem. They were, and then they couldn't leave. We, we kept opening the elevator. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so we're chilling on in, in the in the floor or whatever. These dudes, ha- in their boxers, <laughs> riding the flagpole. Singing the Boy State Anthem. I have PTSD of the Boy State Anthem. Oh, I texted Fonzie at like 2 a.m. one time, a part of the lyrics, and he replied right back. Dude, I really do think that Anthem will be the, if I get Alzheimer's, that's going to be the last thing. That's, that gonna, that's the thing you will always remember. Yes. But anyways, yeah. So then they come out, they're yelling the Boy State Anthem, half naked on a flagpole in an elevator. So, because our city was so bad, I'll t- we'll, I'll talk about my oh, yeah, city no, more after your, this. Your city our was city was terrible, horrible. There was now, no they're tra- they're, Our city, like I don't even know what you call them. The, our city's babysitter is yelling the at the people in yeah. the elevator of oh, the counselors. Yeah, I guess yelling at the people in the elevator to go back to their <laughs> floor, and we're sitting there we repeatedly the opening body. the elevator so they can never leave. But the guy's not seeing this, so he's just yelling at them yelling to leave. At, yes. But they can't leave because we just keep going and going and going. <laughs> and then eventually he saw us. What else? We all, Okay, we had one black dude there. Uh-huh. And then you want to know how racist everyone was? They'd be like, hey, man, um, can I, can I see a black joke real quick? And no, yeah, then, that's the same thing how it was in my city. And I was like, I mean, if you have to question it, you probably shouldn't be saying it, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, I really wish there was footage of some, like two dudes in our, in my city, got cactuses, froze oh, them I, overnight, I and then proceeded to run around the hall, smacking, smacking. our counselor in the balls. I, I mean, I rem- he was on the floor at one point, what I remember. He was on the floor with like his like legs just in the air. They were just hitting the <laughs> shit out of him. I, I, it has that has to be the most fun night because it was no longer boy state. It was basically yeah, no. a sleepover. Because then the counselor started like pounding on the guy's door. Yes. He's like, "Let me in! I'm gonna get you back!" Like it was truly no. Do you remember? Wild. They had this strict rule. It was like you cannot, for whatever means possible, order food. And someone ordered like a bunch of pizzas to keep solving. I mean, at that point, what do you do? You can't send the pizzas back. No, no, no. But it was like a prank. Like someone purposely called Domino's and was like, yo, bring five fucking pizzas. 
to kid solving. And they kept accusing me. They were like, it has to be you. And I was like, no. <laughs> you are basing me and judging me off of my size. First of all, they, they weren't at uh, any point calling me by my name anymore. It was um, a nickname they had given me at that point. What, what was it? Do you not remember? After my speech, people just started saying Al the Jew. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, at least yeah, you were recognizable. Was a, you were recognizable. You know what? Hold on, I will say it got me elected, but at what cost? I mean, you're Al the Jew boy. Oh yeah, but I mean, like overall, I do not regret going to Boy State. Neither do I. But also at the same time, I, there was not a moment where I was where, not miserable. Yeah. If you asked me there, like, any of the first four days, if I wanted to leave, I'd be like, please, please, I just want to go to sleep in my Bro, bed. It was truly horrific. Like, being in those jeans, it's like, yeah. it's all, your legs sweaty. are just constantly sweaty. Like, yeah. It, I was in a perpetual state of being, like, sticky. Because of my sweat. You were just you were just always moist. Yes, I was like, what I'm sweating from there. And then I, I remember uh what was it? It was it was you, hippy dippy, and somebody else that would jumped Dipper me Dipper. in my bed. You know what? <laughs> yes. I don't know if my former roommate from Boy State, Hippy Dippy, or God love if you wanna be boring. Gotta love hippy. He came out several times. Did you see? He him? did. He was he was chilling there at the food line. Uh-huh. This man, okay, so we thought he was. Fonzie answer. walks into my room when I'm moving in, and my roommate's not there anymore. But there's like granola and baby tomatoes in the fridge, and we're like, "Oh no, you're stuck with some the yoga mat." Dude. Oh, there's a yoga, and we're like, "Oh no, I got stuck with some." And then some like six six tall white dude walks in. He's like, "Oh hey man," and yeah. then he turned out to be the nicest nice. guy I met there. A real chill dude. Like, I remember I thought, oh, no, this guy's going to be a stuck-up asshole who's like, can you let me do my yoga, like, at 2 a.m.? Well, you know what he did do at 2 a.m.? Because I woke up in the middle of the night. He was eating baby tomatoes, reading a book at 2 in the morning. And I look over, I'm like, what are you eating? He's like, oh, baby tomatoes. You want some? (laughs) Pass. You're like, fuck that. I mean, hey, but that man carried our flag like there was no tomorrow. Oh, was he your, like, color I, guard? I think he was the color guard, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, there were so many moments that it's like, why did I choose to come here? Yeah. But, oh, dude, I remember. Oh, okay, so there was this one guy in our city that almost got, in my city, that almost got sent home. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that guy? I don't remember that guy. The one who guy. broke his leg? Oh, no, that's crutches. another guy. Yeah, some guy. That, that, that guy kept trying to attack me with his crutches because, okay, he was, like, I think from Palestine or somewhere around that area. And He's he kept not getting from that. there. He no, is, his, is just... his family yeah. or something. All I remember was he kept getting mad. He was like, oh, so what do you think about Palestine? And I was like, you know, uh, it's <laughs> terrible, though, settlements and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, do you really believe that? Oh, his name was Mason. Mason. Mason with the crutches. I remember. And then he like he like broke his leg or something like that. Yeah. And then a counselor sat on it. <laughs> like he act, some counselor just accidentally sat on it while it was like completely just shattered. That's like, amazing. I mean, truly a wild wild time. 
but yeah, like I said, I don't regret it. But um, what was I gonna say? Completely blanked out. Anyways, we do this live, so I'm, I, I just read the most hilarious thing. I love how they had to mention that Robert bought Bitcoin. <laughs> oh my god, that that scene! I was like, it all makes sense now. It all makes like I bought Bitcoin like back when it was at a thousand. I forgot about it, and then my friend tells me it's at nineteen thousand. So I, I sold like, it, yep. and I bought some boots. Exactly, that's the most that and his uh, truck. That last scene where it shows him backing out oh, of his he's driveway. Like, he's like, uh, got, got some good news from West Point, and I got a new truck. A new paint yeah. job. A new paint job. For, like, truly a wild, wild times. But, okay, can we just talk about the whole Renee incident? Okay, yes. I, so, you were there at the end, but the beginning, I, I can give you like a minute to minute of what happened like i okay because let's be real if you see you will see us in the background not paying and attention we look like absolutely se- miserable i want that to be the new like screenshot for the idiocracy like i know we don't do anything on there but it that embodies us perfectly i was looking off into the distance and you're like half asleep already like so okay so i wasn't i wasn't paying attention but all of a sudden, I see Ben, like, hop on, starts yelling about Renee. And then yeah. that's when I went, oh, whoa, whoa, what are we doing here? And then I wrote down, when was it? That when Renee has his glasses on, it's game time. Y- yes, hold on. And when he, he takes them off. Well, no, you're forgetting the one crucial part. When he closed the laptop. Oh! When he went, bah! They don't show it in the documentary. Dude, but I, I, he I, did such dude. attitude. He closed that laptop with such a demeanor attitude. Yes. Like, what did he say? He said something about like you, you got, you can something. He said in his speech, and he's like something about having an attitude. Yeah, For, like oh, my grandma always tells me you have to have a pissed off attitude or something. Oh like yeah, that. something like that. And That's I what like, got him elected, by the way. Yeah, honestly, honestly, because everyone was like, oh, he said pissed, and he's angry. But I mean, he was, he's honestly one of the better prepared people that was there. Yeah, he, he knew wrote that, he that case about. study that got approved by Harvard about prison for ex prisoners in society. Hey, but he I mean, had his laptop with him all the time, and lots of us just had like our pens and notebooks. Why would you carry a laptop in that? Like, there was no need. But yeah, so I, basically, I mean, I'm on Renee's side. The platform had already been established. No, yeah. So, like, you can't really be like, oh, can I ask a question to change the topic? But anyways, um, that whole incident was wild. Everyone was like, what's going on? But I mean, like, truly, I, it's honestly, like, Renee got so much hate. I don't know how he stayed peaceful throughout it. You know, it's interesting because Renee, like, okay, first day, well, first day he's elected chairman. Everyone likes him. Second day, um, the voting delegates, us, we're voting for what our party stands for. And it, it shows it in the documentary. At, at, when succession came up and when he said, no, we don't stand for that, that was the beginning for the end for him. That's when the impeachment kept going and going. Oh, yeah. That and then it was oh, literally till the last day. Oh, we'll talk about the racism him. incident right now. But first, I just oh, want to yeah. point out after they br- that guy, when they did the impeachment and then he goes, 
I don't think he likes black people, and that's my issue because I'm doing so good. I was like, oh my god, if so, like, I I don't know how Relaine didn't end up doing something that would get no. him kicked out of the camp. That man kept his composure so well. He really did. Like at that point, I would like just gone on a rant and been like, "F you, f this. This is a dumbass program. I'm gonna be better than all y'all." I would like. <coughs> Jesus, I'm so sorry. I gotta get out of here. Never mind. You're on your own. But what's it called? <laughs> that man. <laughs> that man was kept his cool so well. But what's it called? So when. They didn't show this. They well, they showed it in the documentary. They showed the impeach Renee Instagram that they made, which yes. was the dumbest camp like s- campaign smear thing I've ever seen. Uh huh. So then, that was the racist incident they talked about in the at the that the meeting, right? Yes, because people kept posting like terribly racist things, saying, "Oh, this is Renee. This is Renee." And then at the talent show. Which I'm surprised they didn't show that one part because he was still recording. Well, yeah, okay, so yeah, because then they go, I, we have to talk about this because we do not yes. talk. And then, and then cameras he starts down. yelling, no cameras, no cameras. And the guy keeps walking closer and closer recording. Recording him. And he like points at the man and he's like, I said no cameras. And all he does is just point Lower. the camera down. You could he still, still was you getting could still audio. See, you could still see he was recording. It was just the first. So I was really hoping he'd see because then the issue with it is that afterwards they show they show the, the screenshot of all the racist posts it was, but uh-huh. they didn't get the part where the man that was like talking about it said, albeit it was quite funny, yes. you shouldn't yeah. do that. And I was I'm like, surprised oh, they didn't. You're telling you know how me much this? that sucks? Like, like to be in Renee's position and then an older guy who's supposed to be like, no, this is totally wrong. You shouldn't do this. This older guy's like, it was kind of funny. And it's like, like, really? It was funny, but smack on the hand. Don't do exactly. that, please. Like, okay. Like, I honestly, I, I wish, I wish this could have campaign, this documentary would have exposed Boy State as to just show like how either you're with us or against us it was. Mom mentality. That's all I'm mean. like. It's just they they didn't show where the guy was like it, the racism post was quite funny, but don't do it, please. Like they they barely even showed like all the all the insults and fights everyone got into. Like there was nothing. It was basically like this is what happened here at Boys States. But, but like, I mean, look. Let's overall this documentary was really good. The documentary was really good, but I feel like the makers were nice enough not to put that. Like, not they didn't no, put yeah, a lot yeah, of things right. that like, could have definitely ruined. Like that's what I'm saying. State. Like that, I wish it was a like a boy exposing Boy State documentary, not a uh-huh. here is what happens at Boy State. How I, I just to put it out there, I hope Boy State learns and becomes better. I don't want it to be canceled. I think it's a, an actual good program. What it stands for, like assembling a government. And getting out there and talking to people and stuff. But I hope they just become better. Like. Well, yeah, because, like, okay, first of all, it's running on the most outdated system ever. It's still the 1935 system. It's, I'm pretty sure they it, Honestly, it. like, the most futuristic thing is we got to vote on very, very Computers. old and beat-up laptops. Hey, That's I was, the most futuristic thing about it. I was, um, I was uh, one of the guys who was helping out with, like, the voting and stuff like that, making sure there was no 
everybody was still campaigning in the line and you weren't supposed oh, to. Oh, yeah, I heard you did a, a hell of a job shutting that down. I didn't. I didn't care. I was like, whatever. Like, but I mean, they even showed it in the documentary when Robert's like, who are you voting for? And then he's okay. like, you, and he's like, nice. I shook Robert's hand right there, but they put a boom mic and they didn't capture that scene. I'm actually telling Robert, hey, you can't be campaigning. <laughs> he was the only guy I told. I said, hey, you can't really be campaigning this close in the line right now. And then afterwards, they were like, <laughs> they were like, oh, man, they didn't put me in for not telling him. I'm just not going to say anything anymore. <laughs> exactly. But I'm, I, look, Fonzie, you had your big moment right at um, the end of such a beautiful finale. The emotional you. moment, you come up there and you hug Steven. How does it feel to come out in such a, an amazing documentary? Well, I, I want to talk about that scene. Okay, so what it, I don't know why Steven wasn't at the front when they were announcing things. Steven, throughout the whole thing, and it didn't really show it that much, was always by himself. Like, there wasn't, when he would eat breakfast, you can talk about I'll it. I'll add when on he, to that after you talk about you talking to him. He was by himself, and right there, they're going to announce the governor and stuff like that. And Steven's by himself, and he looks like, I, like he looked like he was about to cry and stuff like that and like people keep hounding him about the march for our lives and his gun reform so i go up to him and I'm, i just want to tell him i was like hey man you ran a fantastic campaign and i like basically no no one here is like echoes the same beliefs that, as you but i just want to let you know you have a supporter with me blah 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 whatever and stuff like that and yeah he gave me a hug and stuff and like you, that. you came out and you you said it like a champ you're like i just want to congratulate you on such a good campaign yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got Mike Wazowski. I came out two inches away yeah. from the camera, yes. out of Zoom. Eddie and I are sitting there in the background. So you're looking at the focus, camera like <laughs> out out of focus, and it's just zooming in on my friend that was in front of me. I feel like Mike Wazowski, but what's it called? So yeah, like you mentioned, he he was always alone. They didn't show that in the documentary. They always showed him with like his little hype crew. But like, that wasn't even, true. He was by himself. Even that guy that was like crying at the end, he's like, I'm so glad I met you. Huh. Where was he when he was eating breakfast? So exactly. like, he, so like, um, cause I, I asked Fonzie about how he talked to Steven and got to come out. Cause I got, I talked to Steven. I didn't get no, anything. This is what you probably said. You're like, Harry Cheerios. Nice. Steven. <laughs> and like you walked away. I, feel, I think, I think the filmmakers knew that I wanted to do that just to get in the movie. Yeah. You know, <laughs> You were looking straight into the camera while talking to Steven. You're like, hello, Steven. I, I, so then he's by himself eating breakfast or lunch or whatever. And like, poor guy. He has a huge film camera pointed in front of him. And then he has a boom mic dangling over his head while yeah. he's eating breakfast. So then I was like, you know what? As someone that isn't as conservative as the majority of these people, and, so, and he's running on like a more progressive campaign... I don't go talk to him. He probably feels like outnumbered. So I went to go talk yeah. to him. And I basically said what you said. I was like, hey, I, like, I appreciate you like, having the courage to actually run on something and understanding that there's more people than just conservatives here and you got to like, have some like, progressive appeal or whatever. Uh-huh. And I didn't make it in. <laughs> I tried so hard to get in that damn documentary. I remember you telling me about that. You're like, bro, I talked to Steven and I was like, nice. Bro, I got my IMDB page ready to go. You're like, talk to Steven. I was like, Steven, you were a good job. Wink at, ca- at camera. Wink, wink. <laughs> like, I, 
I, I don't even know how. Because even when we were there, we were walking to the, the we would walk from UT um, campus to the Capitol building. And the uh-huh. poor camera guys had to walk with us with all the yeah. equipment walking behind us. And we'd be like, so how, do, how, do, how does it feel to be walking with all of that? And they're like, oh, it's absolutely miserable. And I was like, if I become buddy-buddy with them enough, I will eventually can- be able to come out. And I stupidly didn't. It was a cool math game that did it. They were like, this fuck, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. It's because at that point, it was still, I was still in the, I absolutely hate this. I want to go home. Yes. But speaking of going home, there was that one guy in our city that they were like, any questions? And then they would ask like the most boring questions. And I remember one of them was like, Oh yeah, what do you think about the endangered blue yes. mohican or whatever? No, they would always talk about that. Yes, and then that. the guy would be like, "Uh, I just uh, I think something should be done." <laughs> do you remember? I almost won that position, the county chairman. You told me afterwards that it was a tie or something like that, and oh, then there was, they casted it. Yeah, I ran for like the chairman county, and you said um, it was a tie. And I almost won, but on the second vote, I had lost by uh, one vote or something like that. Oh, yes, yes, because they asked the, the delegates to step out while we count everything. I went the opposite way, not with them, and then they never called me back <laughs> in. So I was, like, standing outside for 40 minutes going, did I win? <laughs> They're planning a surprise party because I won. Exactly. And then I walk in, and he's already passing things, and I'm like, oh, I, guess I, I guess I guess I did right, win. I lost. I'd like, I at some at one point I wish I would have taken Boy State how you experienced it like actually like running for stuff, but I took the easy route and I took no, the easy way. I like the position you took. I thought at the time I thought your position was more fascinating and mine was like more. Well, like, yeah. Oh, we're just arguing all the time. I hate this. Well, but no, now I, that the documentary came out, I like mine. Because because I just sat there and was like, yeah, I, nay, nay. But I mean, it was definitely the easiest way to survive, because we also we also didn't get the same food. We got little little sandwich boxes and we ate them in the oh, in the yeah. yard outside. No, I ate like a kin solving, like whatever. Spaghetti that living situation was week. abysmal. Do you remember my bed? How it broke, so I couldn't fully bring it out. I was like sleeping like well, halfway okay, cause, on. Yeah, because the. For the, the guys that have never been able to uh, sleep at kids because solving. it's a girls only dorm, mm-hmm. um, they're like couch beds. I don't even know because they're the like, shittiest because they're not the like literal they're not pull out couches. It's literally like you sleep on the couch, but you can pull it out like an extra six inches. Yeah, Fonzies didn't work. Mine wasn't I, I think stable. I, broke I think I there was. I don't know if you were in the room with me, but like my first day there, like an idiot i jumped on it you heard a cracking noise and it just never fully came just out never, anymore. you could just never rip it out anymore Hold but on. yeah like the bathroom sucked at consolving they are the worst bathroom oh, the stalls are was, short it was, you could just look over the walls and talk with everybody the the you know what at least they had okay ac oh no the ac was like cold i was fine with that yeah like, but then so then there were so many people that they were just mass producing random food. So if you didn't like the food, too bad, so sad, buddy. You're not eating. And we today. weren't at Jester where we could go to Wendy's or something like that. Oh yeah, you couldn't go to Jendy's. Jendy's. Like, it was truly horrible. You you wake up at like six thirty, you go have breakfast. You're not you're not back in your room till like they always said dismissal at nine. It was always like no, ten thirty. We're standing there, it's falling over, looking at the news on the projector. 
It was Dude, honestly you, abysmal. You don't know how happy every day I was when they'd start playing taps. I was like, oh my god, the day's over. It's it's the that's like you knew you were safe. And wow. then and then you'd be like, I'm almost done. And then every night you'd know you were one sleep closer to being home. Yeah. Yeah, that for the first like either three or four days, that was my mentality. And then like I was like more comfortable. I was like I actually liked how I was voting for stuff like that. So yeah, and then like I know, that. and then at the end, the council started crying, and I was like, "Oh, come on, we hit you in the balls with cactus. You're really gonna cry on us now." That was the funniest. <laughs> I wish your city was hilarious like that. I was. I'm glad that I got to participate in that county. That county was full of like. Oh funny yeah, because so yeah, you had you had that guy that was being chaotic, swinging frozen cactus. Yeah. Um. Then you had that one guy that kept asking the most random questions who almost got sent home. Then you had the other guy with the broken leg hobbling around. You the had... one guy screaming, not city, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, oh, oh, Mitch. There was a dude that one day walked around in a suit. <laughs> oh, my God. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend <laughs> at Bernie's. You, you still have that picture, don't you? I, I think oh, I have it. But... I probably do. but it, it, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> there was this guy that for some reason decided, you know what? This is the week. I'm going to lose weight. So then uh-huh. Dude. breakfast, it was like, oh, what do you have for breakfast? And he's like, orange juice. And then he proceeded to put on his jeans and his boy state shirt and then put a suit and slacks over it. He had his slacks over his jeans and he proceeded to spend the entire day like that, sweating. And there's a picture of him. He looks like literally Bernie from Weekend at Bernie. Yes. His body's propped up like that with like sunglasses over where he kind of looks alive. Dude, he was slumped. He was like slumped <laughs> like, over, man. I, I do not understand why he did those things, but I got like you just have to respect respect. Them. You oh, have yeah. to respect that man's dedication. He's like, Yeah, I brought a suit, I'ma look slick, and they're like, Oh really? Why don't you put it on? And he never took it off. I, I brought a suit. I brought my large dumb carry-on bag and my roommate. I remember the first day, Patrick, he comes up to me and he's like oh my god, were we supposed to bring a suit or stuff like that? And I was like, no, I'm just dumb. I, like, brought too oh, many things. Because like I also had my suits because I had just but been MFA, at MFEA yeah, the weekend before. Yeah. Like, but yeah, so you had you had also the guy in the suit that looked like Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Then you had that one guy that kept asking if he could say a black joke to the black guy and the guy the, by the end of it, the black guy was like, don't ask me, ask the rest of them. And I was like, what does that even mean? I don't know if you remember that. Um, it was the same time at Weekend at Bernie's in the documentary is when uh, Renee's fighting with um, Feinstein and stuff like that. But when me, me and Brandon briefly come out in the background. Oh, yes. And I, I don't know if you remember, but my counselor had to sit next to me because the guy behind us was a total asshole who kept yelling like terribly like racist shit or whatever. At one point, he poured water in my ear while I was sleeping. Do you remember that? Excuse me? Do you not remember? You might no, have been I don't. The, I, both me and you, like, were asleep at this point. And um, this guy, like, randomly pours water in my ear. And I'm like, what the fuck? And stuff like that. <laughs> and then he kept yelling. At, so then the counselor was brought in. And the counselor was like, hey, can you be quiet? And the guy looks at the counselor and goes, no, can you just shut up? 
We're like, what do you think? They, they have no control. The counselors truly have no control. They're only three years older than us, I think, or like four years old. They were hardly older than us. Except for the governor that literally was only one year older than us. But yeah, look, Fonzie, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to show the screen. I don't know if you can see, but... That's uh, Feinstein. That's Feinstein. Right uh-huh. here is uh-huh. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh my God, I can see him in his black suit. Yeah, in the red shirt. Yeah, so guys, if you go to the Watch Boys State on Apple TV, please do so. Around when, when Renee and Feinstein go at it. Are fighting, yeah. Keep your eyes for just two seconds. Right in the middle of the screen, you will see Fonzie and I at our absolutely most miserable time. There's no way you can put like a screenshot of it in the podcast or like something like that. It's no. a great picture like, of both me and you. You're asleep and I'm dozing off. Like, I by that point, honestly, I just wanted to die. Like, I was, I read, yeah. I was ready to take the L and go home. You're already done with like your like house position. Well, yeah, because that's the only reason I was there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like, yeah, there we are. Like, my hands in front, and I'm like, what's I, going I on? I honestly think I might just make that the cover art for this episode, just so they can see how horrible we felt. But, you know what? Boy State was Boy State. Hold on, I'm going to try to find the picture. At one point, when it was like everyone had to go visit the Capitol and stuff, we did the march down. Oh, dude, that march Congress. like a cult. Oh, no. it was, I remember people going... What is this? It looks like a cult, like outsiders saying that. Well, actually, um, while you look for that, talking about outsiders asking, what is this? The guy that almost got sent home from, from my city, some uh-huh. chick that was on campus was like, hey, what is this? And he was like, oh, it's like some summer camp. We do politics. And they accused him of trying to sexually harass them. Oh, but did he not? No, like the counselors were like, Hey, don't sexually harass them. And he's like, I just, I just told them what we were doing. You know why that, I think that is because there's a big controversy and it didn't happen in the documentary where there was cat calling in the Senate floor where one of the guys was cat calling, like one of just like the workers there. Yes. Uh, yes. The correct. Building. You, you are correct. I just remember that. That was like a big controversy. They were like, you all can't be doing that. That's disrespectful. They're not going to invite us back and stuff like that. Honestly, that camp should be held at AM, but they don't have the resources yeah. to have the camp at AM because the every time they'd go up on stage, they'd be like, My name is uh, John Doe, graduate from Texas AM, and everyone would start cheering. And like, it was just honestly such a miserable time. Like, I've okay, never I'm- seen that many AM people at UT. Oh, no, like, in my city, we had this thing where, like, it was the introduction, and it was like, where do you want to go to college? Everyone was saying m Everyone was like, A&M, A&M, and I was like, okay. Uh, St. Mary's. Go snakes or like, whatever the hell. I want to go to a private school. <laughs> I'm done with public school. I do not um, want to major in cow. Exactly. Um, there was some, this one point where we all visit the capital, and me and Julio are or together and it's the first time i've seen julio since like well the first time i've seen julio at all, all dude julio state. was an enigma he didn't exist uh he he escaped um 
there, so me and Julio go, we're wandering around the Capitol building, and Julio goes, um, yo, take my picture. And he crosses the barricade into the Texas Supreme Court where all the justices sit. <laughs> and he's sitting at the main chair, and he's like sm- smiling, and he's like, all right, I need to send this to my mom. And I'm like, if Julio did it, I'm going to do it also. So I jump behind, and there's this one picture of me smiling, and it says, I love Boy State, and it's me at the Texas Supreme Court, like, Jeez. at the main desk. <laughs> like, and the barricades are all pushed against the wall. Like, like oh, it was great. I don't was, regret doing that. I mean, no regrets. I have no regrets no. for Boy State. Absolutely not. But you know what? I think I think what left the most bitter taste in my mouth was afterwards we had to write that email. Yes, and then the, he scolded you. What what was it like what Douglas what did you call him? Like the city oh. city boy state representative or whatever the hell. Oh, the American Legion representative. Yeah, American Legion representative. And he uh, he first of all, he sent an email. He's like I have not any received all? any of them. I am disappointed in all of this. Uh-huh. This is not boy state values or whatever the hell. And I was like, hey, screw you, old man. <laughs> so then I write like this really, really half-assed report on how horrible of a time I had. And like, well, I, I didn't write how, well, I did write how I had a horrible time. But it you was, said it was racist. It was the, throw, the throwaway time with friends that made it fun. And I was like, there was not a single day where I did not see people experience racist attacks sexual um homophobic attacks like there was not a day where it was just nice and i was like there was an extreme amount of conservatives that would harass you and bully you for your for you proposing bills or for you just speaking out on a different belief system that they didn't have and this man so then i sent him the email and i was like oh i'm sorry for the delay i was uh, out of town with whatever the hell basically just like shut up you're gonna give it i'm gonna give it to you when i want to <laughs> I, spit I in his face this. I was like a little boot liquor and then um <laughs> that's terrible he, he, <laughs> he, he replies to my email he's like oh i'm very disappointed in this letter i don't know what like he said basically that by me he said that i was the racist yes, by me saying it was 98 percent white conservatives Compared to the minority amounts of Hispanics and Blacks. Yeah. I was I like, how, I mean, I'm pointing out facts. You know, it's then, funny. Go for it, go for it. Um, you had that issue. And then, of course, there's the whole issue with Alejandro, who paid for voice tape and kept trying to get his money back. I'm pretty he sure he just go. never made an a, a actual effort to get it back. No. He says he was like, I've emailed this man several times. You gotta send him a, you gotta send him a pigeon. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, this man was basically like, You will never succeed because you see this world in mentality. black and white and you're being racist. And I just didn't reply to him. Um <laughs> let's be real. I didn't need to reply to him. I'm I'm the bigger person. <laughs> Literally you know and what? figuratively. <laughs> If you really didn't care, you would have been like me and just wrote, I had a fun time. I highly suggest this with anyone. Well, Send. it's because I was like, it's because I was like, you know what? Screw you for telling me that you're disappointed in United for not submitting any of their letters yet. So you know what? You're going to get the letter and this is how you're going to get it. And then this you're in man Cuba. decided to turn on me and accuse me of being racist for pointing out the racism and homophobic attacks. I re- yeah. 
you were pissed off at that. You've just returned from Cuba, I think, also, like, when you wrote that, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I think, it, I think it was from Cuba. Uh-huh. Where you had to scratch off to get your internet. Um, but what's it was your good name? internet. What, um, the lady who coordinates stuff at United. Miss um, Martinez. My favorite is when we both walk in and Miss Martinez asks, she was like, oh, how do you all like Boys Day? And you're, you go, oh, it was racist. <laughs> it was! <laughs> but I, I put the Boys Day patch on my Letterman because it was an experience I went through and it deserves to be there. I still have my, I didn't put my patch on my Letterman. However, I proudly wore our Boy State, uh, what is it called? The cord. To oh, at graduation. And yes. I didn't know that was also the, the, uh, the, the armed forces cord. So oh, I, was it really? I, I hit it until the very end. People must have thought we're going into the military. They're like, I started seeing son. some people that were, that had the, those cords. And I was like, uh-huh. they're not, they didn't go to Boy State. And then, I was, so yeah, apparently that same cord is used for people <laughs> that are enlisted. And I was, I felt, I was like, uh. We must uh, have looked like heroes. We look like heroes, friend. <laughs> we, we survived a different type of fight, okay? We did. But, We're survivors. But yeah, like, I was just left so bitter. But at the same time, it was a good time. I'm glad I went. Once reflecting on it, you go, you know what? It teaches it gave me lots of experiences and stuff like that. Lots of people I'm going to come across in my life who are, have that ideology and stuff like that. And, you know, just because they don't believe in the same things you do, don't, it doesn't mean they aren't necessarily bad people. Like, I still met a lot of cool people there and had lots of great friends there. You know what? I'd like to bring up one more thing about the documentary right now that you said they're not bad people because of their beliefs. So when they found Steven's Instagram and he had that picture of him hosting that March for Our Lives rally thing, like that was such, such a douchebag move to be like, he hosted a March for Our Lives. They even, they, Ben quote, he quotes it. He's like, he's hosted a March for Our Lives. Let's turn it on him. He's an anti-gun extremist. And let's put up David Hogg quotes about how they're taking away our guns. Like there was no need. it's interesting. Do you remember the last thing Ben says in uh, the documentary? How he morally he, doesn't regret anything or something like that? Yeah, and he goes, uh, God will something, something. Like, he basically said, I don't see people. how I'm in the wrong, but if God says I'm in the wrong, then maybe I will be. Yeah, I think that part's so ironic. Like, that part really played out well. It's like, wow. When you're so... I don't think he was as extreme beforehand, but he was so dedicated to his party. He was dedicated to barn stomping or whatever it is. Barn stomping. He was dedicated to just I've never heard that term, but it basically is, I'm going to rile things up and I'm going to create some drama. The Amish use it. Who knows? (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I just felt so bad because like he was such an activist and like he was basically just doing what he he believed in. He did good community service, you know? They literally said they're going to spin it and turn it against him. Exactly. Like that's so messed up but i mean it just shows you and then how even at the end though he's like i don't believe how it's wrong or whatever like yeah. it just shows you like they were they were motivated to do whatever they wanted you're just stuck it's stubborn being in politics you're just stubborn no but the, yeah the my favorite part on uh was robert's interview where he was like politicians can change their sides or whatever 
I don't, I feel really bad about lying on my stance, but now being here, I understand why politicians do it or whatever. And I mean, I found it so like, I found it so like truthful and honest and like reflective about how bad it's been. Yeah. But on, you know what, on that note, I feel like that wraps up how bad boy state was really was really was and how, you know, don't believe everything you see in the movies. But please, I want to talk to Steven. Please to go watch Boy State. It's on Apple TV. Yes. I'm pretty sure you could pirate it in like a few weeks or so. Just let them not know. that we're not suggesting it. I'm not, not suggesting. suggesting. I'm just it. saying that illegal could. option is available, possibly, yes. and it should not be done. However, it could be done. Yeah. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly. But on Amen. that note, Fonzie, do you have any farewell message about your boy state experience? Uh, I, I'm glad I got more screen time than Brandon. That's it. That's actually it. I'm so glad my part made it in rather than Brandon's breakfast talk. Of, I like Cheerios. What about you? You know what? You know, I'm, you know, I'm calling you out on this. What experience with gun reform do you have, buddy? You're like, oh, I oh, okay. what? to it. Huh? Huh? Okay. When I clearly don't agree with everyone there. It's not like I was this gun fiend fanatic who was going, yeah, I wasn't. So I was like, Steven, I'm with you, my man. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. Like I said, voice state was an interesting experience. It was yeah. the lowest of the lows and not even close to the highest of the highs. But thank you for listening. Go watch the movie. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Thank you.